Hello, and welcome back to the Test Drive Podcast, brought to you by Sport Car USA. I'm your host, Lee Baudet. Hi, everybody. I'm Lee Baudet, your host of this Test Drive Podcast. We want to welcome you back. With me is Scott Nickerson from Sport Car USA. Scott, good to see you again. Good to be back again. I'm the host of Test Drive on the YouTube channel, been on the radio for over 55, 95 years, <laughs> somewhere. No, actually been on the radio for over 40 years. I do a show called the Sunday Morning Radio Flea Market on 98.9 WOKO. Been doing that for many, many, many years, about 35 to be exact. And the frontman host for Sport Car USA, a car enthusiast my entire life, pretty much, absolutely, 100% love automobiles, and doesn't matter what they are. Just like you, Scott. Yeah, we like them all shapes and sizes. Last Saturday, we went to a car show, Sport Car USA. We had our own tent there. We brought, what did we bring? We brought Camaro. Yeah, we brought a 21 Corvette. Uh, a Trans Am, an older Trans Am. 96. Yep. We brought a 50th anniversary, so a 2017 Camaro. And what was the last one? Oh, yeah, a GT500. Or 350. 350, yeah. So, so Sport Car USA was very well represented. It, it, it was called the um, Old Derelict Car Show. They used to have it at St. Albans Bay. Uh, we're talking Vermont, of course. And this year they moved it to the Georgia Beach in Georgia, Vermont, the first event of its kind there. I thought it was well attended, and we had quite a few cars there. Yeah, and it was for a really good cause, too. It was for Camp Tecumta. So really, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, getting out there with the cars and representing a good good charity. Yeah, Camp Tecumta is a camp for kids that have cancer so they can experience the camping life like you and I would. It's a wonderful experience. It's a two-week camp. And the kids go there, they just forget that they have cancer and that they're sick. They just have a wonderful, wonderful time. Yeah, it's an awesome place. It, it is, and we're just really proud to be a part of that. So the old derelict car show, we were located in the back. They had vendors uh, throughout the, not a facility, but the grounds, I guess you'd yep. say. A bunch of baseball fields. It really was uh, and is. There were three or four baseball fields. We were located in one of them, and then up towards the road they had all of the cars lined up what kind of vehicles did you like in particular scott well there was there was quite the range which is what i like about these shows is yeah they basically it was like anything with wheels so they had motorcycles there they had you know classics model a's you name it uh, all the way up to modern muscle which is like you know kind of our thing so I loved all that stuff. It's just cool just seeing a range. And when people build stuff, I know we were able to present a couple awards right? Um, for best uh, General Motors vehicle and then best like Sport Car USA pick. Um, and I know we picked a beautiful Corvette that was handmade uh, basically from scratch. Everything. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much scratch. Just about everything. Just is, hard to believe. Yeah. And it was a beautiful car. So. There's a, there's a wide range of stuff, which is why I like these shows. I would agree. I think it's great to see the passion that the owners have on or have with these vehicles. Mm -hmm. And we talked to a lot of people during this podcast. You're going to hear some of the interviews that we did with them. We had that Corvette that you're talking about that was built pretty much from the ground up. It was like a charcoal gray. Yeah. Just outstanding. A 73 Mustang that was outstanding. Uh, 
Is that the, the Mach 1? The Mach 1, yep. yeah. And he's won multiple awards no matter where he goes. He always wins awards. This was a, a show that did not really talk about awards too much. They gave out a few awards, but the whole thing was just getting out, enjoy the weather, and enjoy the cars. It was, besides our showcase that we had, it was one of the first shows of the year, too. So a lot of these people... If they weren't able to make it to our show, this is one of the first few times that they've probably taken them out and and driven them. I know that I, th- I believe someone we were talking to. This was the first show, the car show that that car was at. Yeah, they had yeah. like first time driving it. Basically, was yeah. The thing is, living in northern Vermont, which is where <laughs> Sport Car USA is based, it's difficult because we probably get three, maybe four months a year where yeah. you can take your cars out and enjoy them and not worry about salt and right. some people you know who knows yeah some people get a little crazy with theirs i know there's we talked about it before but there was a guy i think a doctor in the area you were yeah. saying who yeah. drove a corvette year-round c8 yeah <laughs> put winter tires on it and there he goes yeah i, uh, yeah. I would never do that but yeah our, our season's a little bit limited here for sure no question about it one of the great sights at the show, the old derelict car show this past weekend that I saw was the sighting of two Vipers. Mm. Two Vipers came in from Canada. Of course, Canada's not very far from St. Albans, Vermont. Really? About a 15-minute ride. And Montreal, I guess, is like 50 minutes away from here. Two brothers, not just brothers, they're twins. Yep. And they said they had to get twin Vipers, if you will. Yeah, I know that we were finishing up an interview with one person, and uh, those rolled in, and they started revving them, and they sounded great. I'm like, okay, we definitely have to talk to those guys, because we got our 94 Viper, and that was the first time I'd seen one in person. Um, So seeing, I was like, oh, two more. Yeah, yeah. And we talked to them and invited them to our showcase, which unfortunately was supposed to be as you're hearing this today uh but it would have been it's canceled so unfortunately we don't get to see them expecting some thunderstorm activity for our showcase uh, second showcase of the year for sport car usa and that is scheduled for tomorrow but again as scott mentioned we we did have to cancel it because of the thunderstorm activity it's been a crazy week of weather here in the north country yeah but those guys they were saying they were going to come to our july show and apparently they're part of a viper club which is 30 or 40 other vipers which is super cool i can just imagine you know just a whole section that's all just vipers yeah varying generations and colors and and there were a lot of people there that had never seen a viper in person yeah sure like like we always talk about they're just the matchbox car that everybody had but you don't really get to see them a lot in person it's kind of like when the red Sox won the world series for the first time in 2004 and i get this analogy where i'm going when the Red Sox won the World Series in 2004 after 86 years, right? Mm-hmm. But from 2004, they've won three others, I believe. If you're young, all you remember is the Red Sox winning championships. You don't remember those 86 years because you weren't born yet. Right. And I kind of relate that to the cars that people are seeing at these shows where they've never seen a Viper before because of their mm. age in yeah. particular. Hmm. I, that's really cool to me. Yeah, they're they're so interesting. And we talked to them, and you know who knows if they'll ever come back, but right. they're iconic for sure. And I'm a Yankee fan. 
I know. I was so, going to say, you're, you're telling the story. I'm like, oh, I'm telling that story. must hurt. It, it really does. because uh, <laughs> End of the streak. Oh, my goodness. We won't go there. That's for sure. I'm a Sox fan, so, you know. Oh, well, we'll just move on then. <laughs> we mentioned some of the interviews. We talked with the brothers, the twins, about the Dodge Vipers. So let's see what they had to say. Lee Baudet from Sport Car USA, and we're seeing a lot of beautiful cars here at the old derelict car show in Georgia, Vermont, the Georgia Beach area to be exact. And just rolling in are two Dodge Vipers from Canada. Tell us your name and tell us all about your Dodge Viper. Sure, my name is Tom Hamilton Piercy, and uh, my Dodge Viper is a 1999, uh, it's a V10, 8.1 liter, 500 horsepower, 500 torque power. It's had a couple of little bit of modifications, but for the most part, yeah, it's it's about 50, 50 horsepower, a bit higher than uh, than stock. So there you go. How did you acquire it? Uh, I bought it in uh, in Canada, um, and I've had it for about 10 years now. So yeah, it's uh, it's going well. It's going well. I'm enjoying the ride. So how many miles on it? Uh, 50,000 maybe. Not yeah, not too bad. Is that kilometers? Uh, it's about 80,000 kilometers. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. We're going to stop over here. What's your name? Greg Hamilton Piercy. I'm actually Tom's twin brother. Oh. So naturally we have to compete. Um, mine's a 2001 Dodge Viper. They, interesting fact, they've only made 121 of these in this paint. This is the only year they made sapphire blue. Uh, I've had it since uh, 2016, 15, 14, 14. So I have about nine years now. And I got mine down in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, now I live in Canada, so I brought it up there. Well, Sport Car USA has a Dodge Viper. I think it's a 93, but I believe it's a 94. And uh, we haven't seen one since, so this is a real treat. How did you guys like the same car? Well, you know, it's funny. We liked it. So we're of a, a certain vintage, and we grew up in the, in the era where these were sort of the posters on the wall kind of cars. And, you know, we dreamt of the idea of actually owning one one day, and uh, he actually bought his incognito and on Facebook just posted the grill on his uh, feed. And I'm like, wait, what? And uh, so I had to go and get one. So very shortly thereafter, I ended up buying one as well. How long have you owned yours? Uh, just over 10 years. And how long have you owned yours? Just over nine. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what's the best thing about the Dodge Viper? Uh, you got to respect the power. That's the probably the best thing. It goes like a bat out of hell in a straight line, but on the curves, it's not not so good. So you got to make sure you. Uh, they don't call it for the Widowmaker for a reason. So or, yeah. <laughs> Do you think they'll ever bring back the Dodge Viper? I think the brand has a lot of value. It's they haven't built them since 2017. Um, I think there's probably a future for it. It's uh, it'll be interesting to see with the EVs coming out. This is you know a stock naturally aspirated just beast of an engine um it's got a very different soul than a lot of the newer cars so it's kind of hard to see how they match the old vintage branding of viper with that kind of torque and natural aspiration to perhaps the new ev world that's coming out so we'll see i don't know new york okay we got norm here from northern new york right right okay and norm what did you bring today about my gold 57 flying farmer car i've had for 63 years 63 years. You remember the day you bought it? Yeah, I paid $1,000. <laughs> what did it look like back then? Not like this. What it, it, yeah. it, was, it didn't look like this when I, when I bought it. And what? I drove it as a family car. For, I bought it in 1960. Drove it as a family car for two years. Then drag raced it, towed it with a tow bar, 
for two years changing tires and then I went and built a brand new homemade 65 homemade trailer. I sent the engine down to New Jersey. Yeah. The engine in it, the bottom part, came with the car. And uh, sent down New Jersey and then come back as a, a, a 283 board out to a 302 and a 16. The reason they did that because of the 302 Ford parts won't fit. And uh, it's got all the goodies in it, roller cam, 327, Corvette fuel injection heads with uh, 202 stainless steel valves, 514 gears in the rear, Muncie Rock Crusher four-speed with a 254 low gear, 13-inch clutch, and the eight mile, I do 85 miles an hour in 5.90 seconds. In a quarter mile, I run 114 in 14.40. I've been to seven tracks, but now they're all shut down, so we don't much, uh, we don't go much anymore. Sounds like you you know this car inside and out. Oh yeah, I come out of the hole at 7,000 RPM, shift at nine. It takes me just as fast I can move my hands, and my right foot goes down. I shift three times, my foot don't move, my gas foot don't move. Yeah. How many times have people offered to buy it from you? A lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. We went to one show, down in. Schuylerville to a cancer show like this. The guy had a motorcycle. He asked me what I was offered for it, and he got up to 100000 and quit. I says, why? I told him the history of it. He says, I wouldn't sell it either. I've had so much entertainment with the kids. Yeah. I went to Milton, Vermont, right across, not very far from here. I went there 14 times, won 14 times. She holds her own with any of them for the size of it. Yeah, that's a Milton drag race? Drag, drag, Milton drag, drag strip, yeah. Drag strip, that's gone now. Right. We had a reunion when Mr. McCormick, a couple of years ago, I think he passed away. Yeah. And uh, we went there for that. Right. But the car, the only thing that's not original in it is the transmission and the top part of the motor. Everything else is this body that come with it. Nice. Well, Norm, thanks for talking about your car. It sure is a sharp one and, and a the, fast one. And the kids like it in the parade. See, what we do, we cancer it. My daughter had cancer. So we, uh, that's when we took it out of hibernation, had it restored. And we have, we got cancer ribbons, cancer flags and everything in the parade. And the kids love the little horses and the, on, the, on, the, on the doors. They love it. And that's what I get a kick out of. Then they take pictures with it and they think it's, a, and them little kids think that's a, and, but it's, a, I had, that's why I did, because of the kids. And I see your hat, you're an army veteran? 28 years. Thank you for your service to our country, Norm. Welcome anytime. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right. We have Kevin Fisher from Williston, Vermont. Kevin, this is one unusual looking Corvette. What are we looking at? Um, it's a custom uh, 1969 Stingray Corvette that was built uh, by my brother Bob and, and myself uh, over the last couple of years. How'd you decide on the color? Um, it actually, believe it or not, was the color uh, he came up with. Uh, we just kind of mixed it, and it came out, and it, it actually works. It actually came out very well. You said it's customized, so tell us about the customization. Uh, well, the car has uh, basically got a 350 motor uh, that's been that's got over 500 horse. Um, all the suspension is uh, Global West uh, uh, control arms, upper and lower, as well as the rear. Um, it's got coilover shocks. Um, so we kind of went through, if you look at there's a lot of little touches we did with like the radiator support and a lot of things throughout the car in the interior. So, and, and we did have everything on the car we actually did. I noticed the radiator is a bit slanted. 
Yeah, we actually, if you, you know, C3s at all, they're like a big bubble on top of it. So what we do, we shave that down. And if you notice, we did some of this, the newer C7, C8 touches that are on the car for Badger. So, so it's like an old versus, you know, mixed with the new. Well, speaking of new, let me ask you, what is, now that you're, you're a Corvette owner, you customize this Corvette, what's your opinion about the C8 Corvette? Well, I think the C8 Corvette, as far as for the money, is the best, best bang for your buck. If you want a car that's a, a high-end sports car, um, you know, the rival like a Ferrari or something of that nature, um, you know, it's an awesome car. Now, if you're a true purist Corvette person, yep. you know, that mid-engine, you know, I think, you know, they're, they're struggling with that a little bit. Right. But when you look at the car and you, you get in it and you drive one of those, it, it's a fantastic car. Chevrolet did a great job with it. They really did. And this is absolutely stunning. It's absolutely beautiful. We hope you can attend one of our Sport Car USA events coming up the third Friday of every month during the summer. Okay, here we are. Tell us your name and where you're from. Uh, Wayne Costa. Hello from Melton, Vermont. Wayne, you have a cherry red Mustang. Tell us all about it. Well, it's a 67 with a 2019 Mustang running gear. It's got a Coyote 5.0, 10-speed automatic. It's got hidden twin turbos down underneath, all custom interior, custom trunk. And that's about it on her. Sport Car USA, we specialize in modern muscle car. This isn't modern, but it sure is muscle, Wayne. You want to see modern? Come on. Yeah, let's see some modern. Mm. Digital dash, digital dash, touch screen. I didn't even know that. <laughs> How's that look? I like it a lot. How long have you owned it? Oh, I've owned this for two and a half years. I just got it out. I just finished building it. Any other modifications in the future? Uh, no, this has got everything. It's got heated, air-conditioned seats, paddle shifts, uh, navigation, electric windows, Door locks, theft, air condition, even got stuff done in the trunk. Here's some work that I did. I got about 40 hours in redoing the trunk, making the sign that lights up. Nice. So old muscle meets new muscle. Exactly. Something very dependable, but looks great like the old cars. Anything else you're going to do to it? No, she's got just about everything. Uh, the only thing I may do is change the rear end on it so I can keep the tires on it. Tell us your name, where you're from. Steve Wood, St. Albans, Vermont. Steve, you said you just bought this Camaro. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, took a look at it and had to have it. It is I gorgeous. Once I heard the sound of it. Yeah. yeah. What, what's the history on it, do you know? I don't. It came from Massachusetts and I bought it at Dusso's and now I own it. It's an LT1. Yeah, the guy that drove it back from Mass, yeah, it's a far from an LT1, just from all the extras, everything they put in it. Do you know what actually was put in this car? I don't. I know they put the cam, headers, uh, carbon fiber all the way around, inside and out. It's got a starlight roof in it, the interior, and uh, it's a cool car. You saw it and you just had to have it. That's it. So this yeah. is your first car show, too, at the old Derelicts car yeah, show. It absolutely is. Yeah. So, Tim, tell us uh, your full name and where you're from. Uh, Tim Gleason, and I'm from Fairfax, Vermont. Tim, did we chat before? Uh, yeah, I think we were uh, in town uh, in St. Albans there a couple weeks back. Tell us about your car. Uh, it's a 1967. This is my high school car, so I've had it since 1976. I bought it used. Um, it has an LT1 350 in it. Uh, it's set up for drag racing. Uh, this is my seventh paint job, 
And the cool thing is I do all the work here. So the, the paint, the body work, uh, it's all done by me. The motor's built by me. Um, so uh, it's a pretty cool ride to have it that long and do the work. And you said seven paint jobs. What brought that about? Uh, well, in high school, I painted it just like this with enamel. And I had some runs because you're not very good at it. And each time I get a little bit better. Then we went to acrylic enamel. And this type here of paint is actually base coat, clear coat, PPG. And it's midnight black with snow white stripes. Those are the colors. Very nice, very nice. All right, just tell us your name and where you're from. Hi, Greg Pay from St. Albans, Vermont. All right, Greg, I recognize you. What'd you bring today to the old derelict car show? I brought a 1955 Chevy Bel Air. Tell us all about it. I, I picked it up in Pennsylvania a couple months ago. Uh, it's a nice car. It came out of a private collection. It's got a 350 small block in it. It's got a four-speed Muncie transmission. Uh, it's pretty well going to be my everyday driver this year. Is this something you've been looking for, Greg, or just fell upon it? Uh, I've been looking for one for about four years now. I, I'm going to sell my 60 Chevy Biscayne and, and keep this for my everyday driver. So we've got a 60 Chevy Biscayne for sale somewhere. Yeah, it's somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm putting a new transmission in it and I'm selling it. All right. Well, thank you for being with us, Greg. Rick Bombard, South Burlington. All right, Rick, I've seen you at a number of car shows. You've got a beautiful Mach 1. Tell us all about it. 71 Mach 1. I've had it 30 years. Bought it just the way you see it. Just drive it and enjoy it. 30 years ago, how did you find this? Uh, Carlisle, Pennsylvania. That's where the big car show is. Went down there looking specifically for a 71, 73 Mach 1. And you've done nothing to this car? New upholstery, rebuilt the engine, but body paint, it's all yeah. the same when I got it. How many trophies have you won with us? I don't know. <laughs> you've lost track. I've lost track. All right. Well, thanks for talking with us. Well, it was a great time at the old derelict car show in Georgia, Vermont. want to thank everybody there for being so accommodating to Sport Car USA. We're looking forward to being back there again next year. Mm -hmm. And want to thank all of the great people with their vehicles that let us in on the information about where they attained those vehicles and all sorts of other information. It was a lot of fun, Scott. Yeah, there's no wonder that uh, one of those Corvettes has won so many awards. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful build. Absolutely. We love car shows at Sport Car USA. And when's our next Sport Car USA showcase coming up? It's going to be July. So it's gonna uh, July 21st, I believe, is the date. Uh, we also have the Classic in St. Albans, Vermont, which used to be the Kingman Street Classic. That'll be on the 16th, or is it the 15th? of july uh it's the saturday before our show in july and we'll make sure that we're there and it's going to be a really good time and because we had to cancel tomorrow night's sport car usa event we're going to go through sport car usa withdrawal i know it's going to be a long it's, it's going to be a month. long haul without having one so that usually we'll do a recap of our showcases on the podcast here but you're gonna to have to wait a little longer until our next one I want to remind everybody if you're interested in sport car usa we buy and sell modern muscle cars throughout the country our website is sportcarusa.com very very simple so check us out online if you have a sport car that you want to sell us or if you're looking for a sport car make sure you get a hold of sport car usa scott dickerson thank you for being with us today thanks for having me want to thank everybody for listening we want to remind you also to check out our test drive series on youtube and we'll see you next time on our test drive podcast i'm your host lee Bodet. and remember let's never forget the men and women serving this great country of ours goodbye everybody <laughs>